What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off The Bench. Now, you know we were going to pod after the last three days that we have been a part of for the Washington Wizards organization. We got a lot to talk about, guys. Uh, in this pod, we're going to talk about the big win over the Lakers, 128 to 110. But first, let's start with the big trade. Ernie Grunfeld shaking up the team, sending Kelly Oubre and Austin Rivers to Phoenix for Trevor Ariza. Uh, this is his second go-round, Ariza with the Washington Wizards. I happen to really like the trade. Um, I didn't really look at social media because I didn't want to like have my mind filter with other people's thoughts. I just feel like this team could use another leader, another veteran voice, a super vet, if you will, in Trevor Ariza. And that's why I'm so excited about this deal Forget all of the noise. It's just my thoughts on what it is. Chris, we'll start with you. Chris Gearing, Ryan Dizdier, and Zach Rosen here for the pod. Yeah, what I, think, you think, guys? I think, like you said, importantly, all the noise aside, on the basketball floor and in this locker room, I think it's a win for the Wizards. I mean, obviously they're going to miss Kelly. They're going to miss Austin's defense off the bench. Um, you know, Brad Beal said tonight after the game that, you know, he took Kelly under his wing when Kelly was a rookie, um, and that's sad to see him go. And I think we're all going to miss Kelly for sure. He's a he's an unbelievable dude, um, super weird, but just an awesome guy to be around. He has contagious energy. Um, so, like, you know, you're going to miss all those things, and the locker room will miss all those things. Um, but in Ariza, they get back a guy who – like Brad also said, was his vet when mm -hmm. Brad came into the league. Um, and they need that in this locker room, I think. I think that w Wizards fans saw what Ariza's veteran presence meant then, and I think he can bring the same exact thing now. Um, so I think on the floor it's going to really turn out pretty well. I think he'll be able to hit the ground run running with John, Brad, Otto. All those guys were here the last time that Ariza was in D.C., so... I think it'll be a, hopefully another short learning curve, and I think that ultimately the team will benefit from this. And I know that it's easy to overreact when you're now 12 and 18 um, on the season, but I think that it's going to be a, a net positive move for the Wizards this season going forward. And you guys weren't here when Trevor Ariza was here. No. I'm the only guy on the pod who is here then. Um, Ryan, you've seen Trevor from afar. What has been uh, the positives that you see out of Trevor Ariza's game? I mean, he's not only a super vet, but he may be playing on the last two or three years of his time in the NBA. Yeah, I think certainly what Chris was mentioning, leadership is, you know, invaluable, and that's obviously one of the biggest assets he brings to the table. But also three-point shooting. I saw a statistic earlier this week, uh, a couple of days ago, that said uh, only Clay Thompson has made more corner threes than Trevor Reza and I don't remember the time span but that's it's a five pretty, seasons five seasons yeah so that's a pretty impressive statistic to be second to a guy like Clay Thompson and uh, just in regard to the trade I think it is important to look at it in isolation because obviously Kelly was a fan favorite everyone loved him Austin we just got him uh, this offseason still new and you know Trevor hasn't been playing that well on a, a team that wasn't playing that well in Phoenix mm -hmm. so I think with all the kind of outside variables and outside um, factors it's can maybe bog down what the trade actually is but like what Chris said I 
net positive getting a guy who can shoot the three ball, play defense, be a leader in the locker room. I think that's going to be huge. Um, so I, I really just think him coming back and bringing everything that you know he's kind of taken, learned. I know Josh Jackson said recently uh, when the trade went through that he was huge with him in Phoenix. So mm-hmm. being able to take that, his experience, and guys like Sam Decker who just got here as well and just helping the young guys learn while also being a guy who can step in from day one and contribute right away. And speaking of contributing right away, Otto's not playing, so Trevor Reza is that you're going to be on the road with the team that landed in Houston. You expect Trevor Reza to immediately be in the lineup, being active on the floor with the maybe the starting lineup. What do you expect to see as they try to integrate him with the team immediately? Trevor will start for sure as soon as he gets here. Um, I know there's a lot that has to go into him playing Tuesday. I'm not sure if he's going to play. We have shoot-around Tuesday. Uh, I know that coach likes to have players go through practice, though, before they play. And I, I'm just not sure he will be ready Tuesday, but I expect like he will play Tuesday or Wednesday on this mm-hmm. trip. Um, he's going he's gonna to play next to Otto, 3-4. So you have John, Brad, Ariza, Otto. Thomas Bryant, and I think that's good because Sadoransky is now the third guard, and kind of like the Wizards only have three guards right now, like three true yeah. guards that are part of the rotation. Yeah. So the three of them, John, Brad, and, and Tomas, aren't going to play together a ton. Um, but I think Trevor, like you guys talked about what he brings, I think defensively they really need his just his mentality. He's a glue guy who's going to fill holes. He's going to switch correctly. He's going to call out the defense. He's going to rebound. There's just a lot of things that the Wizards have been missing. And as you mentioned earlier, Jamoke, they really need him in the locker room. Um, We don't need to go into the specifics that have been reported throughout the season, but he's going to be so good in the locker room Mm -hmm. because he has the respect of everybody. He's he's not going to be this guy who calls people. Like, he calls people out, but the way that he does it is – you're not going to notice it. He's going to yeah. take a he's going to take a young guy out to dinner and talk to him about something. He's going to pull John to the side and talk to him about it. He's not going to disrespect you in front of other people, which I think is really important. Yeah. And I think Coach Brooks is going to like having kind of another coach. You know, we we lost one with Jason. Jason was like another coach to get Trevor here and act like that. And and honestly, I think the biggest beneficiary out of all of this is going to be Otto because I think Otto was really learned from Trevor when he was here. He really learned from Paul Pierce when he was here. And Otto hasn't really had someone ahead of him to push him, and now he, he does. And I don't know, I just I just see John and Brad kind of doing the hard and Paul. You get a reason in the corner, Otto in the other corner, pick yeah. and roll, Clint Capella, Thomas Bryant. Like, the Wizards, are they play like the Rockets. Yeah. So I think Trevor's going to fit in just great with that. I mean, and again, he was here, but it was a different coach. It was a much different time. And like the Rockets last year, if they can get to the Eastern Conference Finals as the Rockets got to the Western Conference Finals, I think everybody will really be happy with that turnaround. Uh, Speaking of a turnaround, so we have the trade, Mm -hmm. and the immediate next game, yes, they were shorthanded, and Chris Gehring wrote in his piece about the the game against the Lakers. They win 128-110. John Wall was amazing. 40-point game. Share with the Potters what your amazing stat was about what John's first half was like. Yeah, so he scored 28 points, had eight assists in the first half. He's the, he's the second wizard in the last, I think it was, what, 20 seasons, 25 yeah. seasons, along with Gilbert Arenas to do that. Um, 
he just came out and he you know what and and he said he was going to at practice on saturday he said mm-hmm. look like i'm gonna need to shoulder some a uh, big load here brad and i are going to have to do this we're probably going to be we're going to be shorthanded for sure um auto may or may not play he didn't so i think john and it was so obvious from the outset that he he had this mentality that he had to attack he also knew the Lakers were coming off of a back-to-back, mm-hmm. um, and that was mentioned by their by head coach Luke Walton after the game as well. That that was a bit of a factor, and obviously John, he's a veteran in this league, he knows all these things. Um, he's very aware of all these little things on the floor, and he just came out and he set the tone um, really on his own. I mean, in, the, in that in that first half, um, he just attacked relentlessly. He got to the rim. LeBron talked about it afterwards when he gets to the rim. That kind of expands his entire game. When John knows that he can get to the rim and he's doing it at will and he's scoring and he's gaining confidence, that's when that jump shot starts to fall. That's when he starts making those passes to cutters like Sam Decker and Jeff Green. Um, and it all started working tonight. Um, and that's and that's the kind of thing that the Wizards need from John all the time. And, and Zach had a good tweet uh, tonight talking about how John's played at home lately. Mm-hmm. It's been really good. And it's the kind of all-star level that the Wizards need him to play at. He did it tonight. He sets the tone. Everybody knows that. And he did it tonight, and uh, the rest was history. It was it was not a close game after that. And following up with John, um, Bradley Beal, 25. Jeff Green, 20. We've seen that before. What we didn't mm-hmm. expect was Sam Decker with 20. Well, and Brad that? with 12 rebounds, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Something that was a challenge. That was a challenge for from Coach Brooks at the beginning of this season, I think. I think we'll all remember, but he challenged John and Brad to rebound this season. Mm-hmm. Brad really had a good night on the boards. It was kind of quiet. It's kind of under the radar. Obviously, John was, you know, he took center stage tonight, but Brad just really did all the little things tonight and, and got some shots to fall to, by the way, which is really important for him. Ryan, do you understand the rivalry between the Wizards and LeBron James, no matter what team he's on? I do, yeah. I remember uh, when I first started here, Chris had noted that to me and um, <laughs> did a little little research myself. So getting that win, regardless of the jersey that he's wearing, it's always good. But uh, you kind of alluded to it. Sam Decker was excellent tonight off the bench. He uh, In 21 minutes, he had 20 points, which is crazy efficient. He was getting rebounds, dishing assists. He had like three or four just really awesome highlight reel dunks. And the energy that he brings, I think, is going to help um, just replace some of the energy that the team lost with Kelly because you can just see him after he you know has a big dunk or does anything. He's fired up. He's firing guys up. And it, it, it really is contagious. I mean, I certainly took note of it, and I'm sure the fans in attendance did as well. Zach, you expect this to be maybe the turning point for the Wizards this season? I know it's early to say that and catching the Lakers off of a back-to-back, but getting Ariza on the team, maybe that's going to kind of get them uh, a little more fired up? I don't know if it'll be a turning point, but it's certainly going to be a galvanizing point. You know, when a trade happens, people realize they're not as safe as they thought they were. When you switch up a lineup, which resulted in good play by the Wizards when Coach Brooks switched the lineup up, you saw that was a galvanizing point. I think you're just going to see a different team, different mindset with Ariza here. Um, as much as we love Kelly personally and wish him the best, I think it's pretty obvious the things that Trevor can bring that Kelly couldn't. And it, I think the bottom line is probably consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, and as consistent as 
as they can play, the better the Wizards are going to be. Their biggest issue right now is they can't be consistent night in and night out. They need someone who can do that. And I think Sam Decker is really consistent with his energy. He's just like a Scott Brooks kind of player. Um, and then well, Jeff Green's been great starting for Otto, like scoring, making his shots. And he held LeBron. Uh, like I asked him post game, I was like, That's crazy. So I said, You held LeBron to 13 points. What went into it? And he goes, I mean, it wasn't me. We did it as a team, but like it was him. Um, because <laughs> he Keith, was on Because Keith yeah. got hurt. Uh, you know, with his yeah, neck strain. The, yeah, it looked elbow. like a nerve thing because he was yeah. holding his hands. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, he'll be okay. I think it was probably a stinger. That's mm-hmm. my guess. And I think LeBron hit him, and LeBron's a football player. So. Yeah. 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 Um, well, that's funny because y'all were watching it on television. Did you yeah. see the replay? How, like, LeBron went up. Literally, it was like good elbow. Where did he? Bam, right to his to head? The, to the chin. Oh, yeah. okay. Boom, right yeah. in the bottom of the chin. Okay, yeah, I didn't see the replay, but he left the court pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, Jeff just knows LeBron's tendencies. He played with him last year. They're really close friends. Like he knew what he does and how to like frustrate him. And you saw it, LeBron. That was the worst game I've seen LeBron play. It's his lowest scoring output against the Wizards in his career, which I think spans about thirty games, mm-hmm. not including the playoffs when he decimated them. Yeah. So crab dribbles. Still remember it. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. It was pretty awesome to see Jeff do that. And I think Jeff, like I said, I think he is starting to play consistently, and that was an issue. But that's also that what comes with trying different lineups and stuff earlier in the year. I think you're going to see very set lineups, a very set rotation of about eight guys moving forward, and guys are gonna they're gonna be tired, but they're gonna have to push through it. I mean, we have two back to backs in the next week. Yeah, yeah. So, and but Ariza's got fresh legs for a 33 year old. He hasn't been playing a ton with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been with the team since you know Friday. He went back to L. A. to pack when the whole snafu happened. Which yeah, we don't need to get into, but yeah. Um, yeah, this is it's it's going to be exciting, and the January schedule is really tough. So the Wizards need to take advantage of the next couple weeks. And another note, just really quickly on Ariza that I just that just popped into my mind is for a guy who got some run tonight. Speaking of coming off back to backs, Troy Brown played in the G League last night, and he got two steals in like his first maybe three or four minutes on the floor tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. That Troy Brown, if, if Troy Brown gets to age 33 in the league and plays like and is a player like Trevor Ariza, I think that's going to be a really successful career. It may be better. I mean, I don't yeah. want to put like a ceiling on Troy Brown, but he does all the same. He does all the same things. Mm-hmm. He's developing his three point shot. He's a good defender. He's a smart player. Um, those are all things that I think he can learn a ton from Ariza. Mm-hmm. And I know that guys have already taken Troy under their wings. Obviously, you know yeah. Brad, John. I think they've been good mentors for Troy, but Troy being a six-seven kind of rangy wing, I think he can learn a lot from Trevor because that's exactly what Ariza is as well. And he's and he's made a heck of a living doing it now for you know ten plus years in the NBA. So and now he gets some thing. run with Capital City Go Go, and then comes mm-hmm. back up here and learns from the Wizards too, which is exciting. My favorite thing about Trevor Ariza is everyone kept talking about how he's a champion. And I legitimately yeah. could not think of what team it was because he's, he's been yeah, but he's been on a lot of teams, yeah. not as much recently, which isn't his fault. It's just like how it was, and I was like, oh, the Lakers. So yeah, he's been in the Kobe. league a long yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So two two. By the way, games. Jeff Green was plus twenty seven tonight. Yeah, team right? high. Team high, right? Yeah. Um, which is weird because is Sam Decker like <clears throat> plus two? He was only plus two. It felt right. way more weird? than that. Yeah. Right. There were a really lot of did. runs back and forth. Yeah. Okay. So. 
two row games and then Phoenix, ironically, on Saturday. Yeah. Which video are welcome you more back, looking Kelly. forward to? The thank you to Kelly or the welcome back Ariza? Or I guess you could say a welcome back Kelly. Which which video do you think will run? Should we make a welcome back Austin? I have a feeling it'll be the Ariza video and not the Kelly video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that's gonna that is true. That's gonna be a really interesting game. It'll be the first time Kelly comes back. <laughs> Which will be fresh, and it'll be Ariza's first home game. Which I think, for Wizards fans, I think these are two guys that obviously Wizards fans have gotten have gotten close with. They love Kelly, and I don't think anybody's forgotten how important Trevor Ariza was to that first that first run of playoff appearances. That really kind of was was John and Brad's arrival. Yep, you know he was part of that, um, and was the vet before Paul Pierce was the vet. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, some fond memories are going to come to mind, I think, for Wizards fans, and it's going to be exciting. I, I think that, I, like, I think Zach made a really good point. It's a galvanizing point for sure. We'll see if it ends up being a turning point, um, but it's an exciting thing, and Ariz is just so steady, and I think that that's going to be really, really helpful. I cannot believe in this Lakers game that, you know, outside the beginning of the game, the Wizards just ran away with it it's almost like they're feeling that energy before Reza's even on the team uh Ryan what was your feeling just being in the arena seeing a Lakers Wizards but LeBron Wizards game well the the great thing about it is that they're obviously with teams like the Lakers and players like LeBron you're going to draw in more fans uh, for the opposing team so we saw a lot of that tonight and for the team to come out and play the way that they did was really cool um, to send the Lakers fans here home with a loss. But I think a lot of it might have been just the team um, realizing the stage, realizing the moment, and kind of playing up to the opponent, which we saw against Boston, um, even though that didn't go our way. But against the Lakers, I mean, you you, you said it, it, it wasn't close. It was mm-hmm. really uh, the team just got off to a hot start early, and they just kept making their shots and kept getting stops. And I think the confidence early on in the game after the first quarter where everyone was just playing well just stuck with them throughout the game. So I think those initial moments where, um, you know, LeBron just wasn't doing what he normally does and what he's typically doing to other teams was kind of you knew that it wasn't going to be one of those games where he just takes over and, um, you know, a, a second-half comeback. Wizards were just in control the whole time. Did you feel like it was a big game? Like yeah, absolutely. Like you were amped for it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> we got here extra early and we were we were ready for it and the the team played phenomenally well tonight. By the way, it's funny how often it comes back to defense. The, the Lakers turned the ball over so much in that first half and it just yeah. ignited the Wizards. And I know that that's how the Lakers like to play too. They like to get on the break and push you, but um, it's just another example for the Wizards that rebounding too yeah and rebounding too the wizards are now five and zero when they out rebound their opponents maybe they should do it a little more often a little more often just a little bit (laughs) yeah and a team effort like we said from brad like it it comes from everybody and it's just the effort thing decker is going to help that a ton Uh, i know ariza will too and so you got back to back at atlanta then at houston i know it's hard to kind of sleep on atlanta we tend to still play at the level of the opponent Mm -hmm. zach you'll be on that road trip how do you expect that game to play out what do you think the wizards need to do differently to not end up in a situation where they are taking an opponent lightly like i said earlier i just think the rotation is so thin now that like guys need to stay 
individually need to step up and play as a team because it's really one of those at one of those points like this is all we got like it's going to be the eight or nine of us that are going to like get this team to where it needs to be and I think they're not especially if Trevor's there they're not going to take Atlanta lightly Mm -hmm. and you know the Brooklyn game was was tough uh the game in Cleveland I think they the team just wasn't mentally there but overall the Wizards have played pretty well against sub 500 teams this year they are a sub 500 team themselves as Brad reminded me the other day yeah and well yeah that that's just part of it you're included in those stats but I I mean they're better than most of these sub 500 teams yeah um but yeah Atlanta's just really plays poor defense honestly and and they give a lot of opportunities to come back into the game because they play um, so fast. So mm-hmm. it's like in football when you play against a team that just runs the ball down the field and moves the clock, like doesn't really care about you know time of possession. They just gun and gun. So yeah. you're going to have a chance to get back into the game if you need to. The only issue is if you're on the other side, which we saw last time in Atlanta, they came back into the game because they do get a lot of extra possessions. So it's just something to uh, – to keep in mind and then Houston's going to be a tough game probably the toughest team to play on a back-to-back because of the way they play they're exhausting to guard but as we've said before the Wizards match up really well with them because they are similar teams and so now you got Trevor Ariza or yeah he can scout for you yeah. Trevor's going to yeah. know the tendencies of the other team uh the Rockets have been playing better since CP3 got back we saw them without him it wasn't really it was a good game but I felt like the Wizards kind of were in control yeah. but it did go down to the wire um and yeah, I mean, I think you hope for a split on this trip, come back and beat Phoenix, and then you have just as tough of a back-to-back Phoenix, Indiana, which two games within 24 hours, which I don't think should be legal. Actually, we looked that up at dinner tonight. <laughs> Apparently, it's not, but whatever. What <laughs> Indiana you, on fire, by the way. They yeah. won seven in a row. So you know, since Victor Oladipo yep. has come back, <clears throat> yeah, the Wizards know that they have to take care of business, especially in Atlanta. They did it the first time, despite allowing a huge Hawks run. So I think that they'll be aware of it, and um, yeah, we'll just have to see how the next week. We plus. play it. I think we play Atlanta four times in a month. Wow! Because we play them again them January second. Yeah, and we saw them in November already too. Yep. So one thing uh, yeah, that true. we haven't really talked about, we're past the quarter mark of the season. Yeah, Thirty games like, in. What What have you seen from the rest of the NBA that's kind of excited you so far, surprised you, player or team wise? Who wants to go first? Um. I'm surprised at how good some of the teams at the top of the East are and then how deep the West is. Yeah. Honestly, I was surprised at how well the Lakers were playing until tonight, which <clears throat> I think they just the Wizards were just ready for the game a little bit more than the Lakers, which I mean they they, they gave Charlotte. Yeah, they yeah. crushed them. Man. And they've been cruising on cruise control and sometimes you just get hit in the mouth when you're not really bringing the same kind of impact and energy and they did have a quick turnaround a six o'clock game i know it's an hour but it really makes a huge difference when you're going to the game it throws you off a little bit <clears throat> but i think denver has been really impressive toronto obviously um all i know is all-star voting is going to be a pain for and <laughs> like all nba yeah. i got the forward <laughs> yeah. position you got Giannis, kd <laughs> lebron Kawhi. like i don't know who you pick so yeah. I don't know. It's been a, a good year. Not great for the Wizards, but they have time to turn it around. I keep waiting for Denver to, to kind of regress a little bit. Yeah. And they've had injuries, too, and they've weathered them all. I mean, they have they have 20 wins at this point in the year. It's It's been really impressive. The, the West, I heard somebody on a podcast say that the West is literally 14 teams and then Phoenix, and that mm-hmm. really is true. I mean, Minnesota is 13-16. 
they're in four, they're in fourteenth in the West, mm-hmm. and they're three games back of eighth. Um, it's just a super competitive conference. There's a ton of talent, and it's been it's been really fun to watch. I can't wait to see how the other fifty two games or so play out. It's kind of crazy that there's still fifty two games remaining. There's a lot to be a lot to be learned. Um, Toronto has been impressive. Yeah, Indiana has been. I, I I'm impressed with how well they've played to continue off of. I thought they were a little bit of a surprise last year. Yeah. I think that it's impressive how they've continued to grow and continue to progress. Miles Turner um, has been a little bit tough, but Sabonis Oladipo has returned to being really, really good. I think they've found kind of a steal in Aaron Holiday. Mm -hmm. So they've been kind of uh, impressive to me that they've been able to keep it going. Yeah, I think Sacramento in the West has been really yeah. fun to watch. Oh, wow. Earlier uh, in the Memphis summer, young too. team. Yeah, I was. I told a lot of people in the summer that I thought they'd be a really fun team this year. Not for a lot of people, just for me, because I, I like their team. They're young and they're exciting. I like De'Aaron Fox a lot, but they've been able to put together some pretty impressive wins, and they're competitive every night. They're fast. They're hungry. I just really, I, I've enjoyed watching them. Kind of, definitely. Uh, exceed their expectations so far and we'll see if it's sustainable obviously we have a lot of time and then in the east I think the concept of Kawhi Leonard playing on the Raptors was interesting but actually seeing it come to fruition is something completely different and seeing how much he transforms that team because we didn't see him play a lot last year with the Spurs so getting him back on the court and just like watching him lock people down and how dominant and formidable he can be has been really cool to see but also like looking down the line Toronto is going to be an impossible place to play in the playoffs it's going to be it's tough already and with the way that they're playing like the fans are definitely all in on Kawhi now that's going to be crazy to see I will say that I think Toronto and Milwaukee are still a piece away they don't have closers yet I think Giannis is getting there he just can't shoot and you know how to if you have the right defender on him, yeah. you can you can't stop him, but you can account for him. Kawhi's only hope to Kawhi's ISO game is really tough to guard, but it's not like Kyrie, it's not like Jimmy Butler or throwing it to Embiid. Like I think the the Sixers found really found something in Jimmy. I know they're not playing great right now, but I think in the playoffs when they shorten their rotation and everything, it'll be really good. And uh, I mean the West games are so late sometimes <laughs> that it's hard to keep track of them. <laughs> true. And like I'm up late, but it's hard. I think the Blazers are still playing really well. Pelicans are pretty decent. Like, a lot of these teams are just a piece away, and that's what's interesting now that uh, free agents next year can be traded. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think the Celtics have a trade to make in losing a player. I think they have too many guys, and they could yeah. really use, like, another just, like, lockdown defender, like, on the wing, maybe trading Rogier or someone like that that's probably going to be gone anyway. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I feel like there's a lot to happen, but that's mainly because free agency is going to be huge this summer. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I The Wizards probably aren't done either. Like, let's be honest. They yeah. could use another guard. Mm-hmm. So, if they start winning or things go the other way, like, you never know. Yeah. And my uh, were. I just can't. I didn't expect San Antonio to be as bad as But they've been did. playing a lot better lately. They are, but they still so their too defense, close to 500 their defense, for what I thought after that trade. Their defense is really bad for some reason. Yeah. But I think they're going to figure it out. Um, 
not having like a main point guard is yeah. tough for them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. To let Tony Parker go, who well, knew that he? Well, might yeah, him, who knew he'd still be this good? Though. Yeah. yeah, and they. I mean, they planned on having a guy like Dejounte Murray, yeah, who would have been loss. perfect and to great step defender. in, and yeah, a great defender, super long for the position. They kind of just put them behind the eight ball to start, so they're starting to figure it out. And obviously, you know, among coaches, you don't bet against Greg Popovich until yeah until proven otherwise so yeah it's going to be a really fun i mean we're not in the we're not at the halfway point but down the stretch and going into the, the trade deadline it's going to be super interesting to see which teams at the end of the day when it comes down to that deadline really believe that they can really make a run now and uh which ones want to do it and then leverage assets and their futures maybe or you know little pieces here and there yeah. Yeah. it's going to be interesting to see who can pull the trigger and, and put something together to really separate themselves because right now it's 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 crowded i know that the warriors are just lurking mm-hmm. and i know that everybody knows that you and know you boogie cousins, cousins is, is on the mend <laughs> yeah boogie <laughs> cousins on the mend and and it's just gonna make them really hard but right now there's just there's a lot of good teams uh that are playing well and so which ones are going to be able to separate and um give golden state that challenge is is going to be very very interesting well, what'll be interesting to see is how Trevor Ariza finds his way back into this Washington Wizards team and helps kind of turn the season around for the Washington Wizards as they try to get back into that race for that, hey, you want to go for that top seed, but let's say third or fourth seed right now. I know it'd be a lot for them to catch Toronto, but you just want to see them be able to play well. Obviously, you know, we're all, you know, buying into what, uh, Trevor Reza can bring to this team. Let's see if it comes to fruition. All right, WizKids, that'll do it for Off the Bench. For Chris Gehring, Ryan Disdier, and Zach Rosen. Safe travel, Zach Rosen. Thank you, Jamoka. Ciao for now, everybody. <laughs>